Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, finding a mom-life balance. On this week's episode, we're going to discuss the 12 days of winter break. Memes, it's break time again. We've already made it. Winter break is here. I literally have 24 hours until I'm officially on winter break. And thank the heavens for the little reprieve that is... My daughter's break doesn't start until Friday. So I get like a break from a break. Well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Well, as Torn Tribe knows, I don't get a winter break. There is no such thing as that um, in consulting. So if you're thinking about switching careers, don't switch to this one. <laughs> but the enjoyment that I get out of winter breaks is... School projects are done. (laughs) Homework is done. And we get a break on extracurricular activities. So the sports are at a pause or whatever outside activities they have. Everybody goes on a hiatus. So I embrace it. It's great that you guys just have a break because depending on the activity, it really has to do with the calendar. And it's like... As much as Soph goes on break Friday, she does have dance on Saturday. So, like, planning things or thinking about being out of town and things like like it's usually miss, we usually miss something or, which is funky because they usually do, like, pajamas or something, some theme thing that she would want to be a part of um, if we were just going to class or, you know, if they did it the week before school ended was the last themed uh weekend or whatever but um it's a little years like this that christmas is falling so early in the week it's really hard with some of the outside activities for us yeah i'm surprised that they don't just cancel right i i wonder how many kids actually show up yeah i don't know the numbers but there's years really for us it really has to do we are usually local so it really has to do on when the holiday falls so we usually go up until the you know whenever the class is scheduled and then we miss when there's break there's nothing in the in between Christmas and New Year's but there is usually class up until their school you know and Um, So this year it's very funky. I wish it was like a real pause for the season. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, so we're at a pause and Torn Tribe, we just wanted to share with you and I think many people do it and we just wanted to talk about it because I know screen time is often a torn moment for most parents. (laughs) How much screen time is too much screen time? Well, we're here to free you from the guilt because through during your winter break, we all do it. We binge on movies, particularly holiday movies. <laughs> we do it all the time. And it's one of my favorite 
pastimes with my kids because honestly throughout the year until we get to this time of year we don't really get to sit and watch any shows together because there's always something every single night for a different child or a different person in our family so it's a very rare occasion to get us all to be on break together so and this year is particularly special because you know my oldest he's going to be graduating in may from college and we're contemplating where is he going to live after college and so who knows if i'll get another winter break with him at home so one of the main things that we do is watch movies lots and lots of movies how about you guys me um agreed uh we do pretty fair share all year of that being one of our um, we kind of rotate between game nights and movie nights um, and then there's a rotation of bringing the kids back to our generation so we will like watch gremlins with the girls or um, if there's like a remake of something, we let them make see the original and things like that. So we do a fair share, but this time we had just all of us with Justin back from school. Um, it usually kicks off as early as after Thanksgiving, if that's when we put up our Christmas tree. And it's a mix of like the music and the movies through the season. Um, so O's birthday is right before as well. And so lots of family time and celebration, but definitely watching the films is a way. And I was sharing as we were thinking about this with Athena that I always have felt it as like tradition passed down to me and favorites of our parents or family members. And, um, and then I, you know, finding which ones are my favorite that I want to carry on. But also for me, it's like passing on, like that message or the spirit of the season or whatever the theme of the movie is. And, and I do like having either the reflection on it, reactions to all together. And when we talk about what we're watching or what we're in the mood to watch, which ones are the silly ones and the funny ones and which are the sentimental and nostalgic choices. Yeah, I think we value it as a way to bond for us because it's the one time of year we get to slow down and actually be present with each other and experience, you know, the joys of the holiday through film. Um, and, you know, I was thinking we could just share some of our favorite ones, which, what are the movies that we see every year and then any new ones that have popped onto the list that surprisingly, have warmed your heart this season? Um, definitely. So my first memory of a holiday movie before I, I like officially had favorites, I do remember A Christmas Carol was always playing on some Saturday leading up to Christmas or something. And it was like a mix of the spirit of Christmas, but actually a little terrifying <laughs> and, um probably more scary than the idea that santa had a naughty list and that he knew if i if i was naughty or nice um 
but the idea of I uh, just a vivid memory of the idea of a person reconciling choices for years that they've been living at this point where it's like the jig is up. Think about who you've been. Um, the Christmas Carol is definitely one of my early ones. How about you? Yeah, so it's interesting that you mentioned the Christmas Carol and it being terrifying. So my kids, they refuse to watch it ever again. And so <laughs> the version of it that we actually enjoy, because it's a little less scary, um, is The Man That Invented Christmas. And so it takes you through how Charles Dickens actually wrote the story and the relationships he had and what influenced the plot and all these things. Um, and being a writer, I just love watching movies about writers um, mm. and seeing great because I don't know memes, but a lot of the writers, I'm like, man, how many copies did you crumble mm. before you ended on that sentence or that word? And I wish I could just go back in time and take all your crumbled papers and read them and have my soul amplified you know like lifted up because of the genius that ends up on the page that we all know very well today so um definitely the christmas carol is one of them but the version of the movie to to, to depict it is the man that invented christmas um and is the, the one that like yeah i'm enjoying your recommendation and glad that i have a new thing i can watch so yeah, put it on there. <laughs> One, the other movie that I thoroughly enjoy um, watching with with my sons, although it takes some convincing to not go the Technicolor route, it's it's a wonderful life. And I know that we see it as a Christmas movie because it uh, kind of like a. A Christmas Story or A Christmas Carol, like those movies that were a loop on Saturdays before Christmas. This is also one of them. But I love watching it around Christmas time, not because so much it the ending of the movie happens around Christmas time. It's the message of the movie. Like, I know my kids take a lot of things for granted. And so I think journeying through George Bailey's life and having him go through the journey of gratitude and recognizing his impact in his neighborhood, his community, and therefore the world is a great way to make them realize the purpose of Christmas and how Christ did the same thing. He came into this world and not only impacted Mary and Joseph and the shepherds that met him that night, but impacted his whole community and then the world. So I just love tying those two together. So It's a Wonderful it, Life is my favorite. <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life is definitely one of my classics. Um, it also, for me, I do watch it this time of year as well, but for me, it is about the choice in character that a person makes um, that shows up in those around you, like that the message that the angel leaves him in his Bible, um, you know, we, we have bells on our, we have a bell on the Christmas tree. And I was just telling Soph again, you know, as it, like it's a wonderful life is being highlighted in national lampoons 
Christmas vacation and I'm like that's the scene and then she's like that's where this bell is from and I'm like not the bell but it's the a bell yeah <laughs> um but it's about that reminder that who you're who you are in your small choices every day and your sacrifices marks the people around you um and so it's definitely part of my personal like purpose journey search work is one of those movies that does resonate um you know but i do similarly watch it mostly this time of year but it is totally paired with my next choice which is miracle on 34th street and i do not do the color version for either (laughs) mention that there is a technicolor (laughs) to anyone um this is one of our um contentions between my daughter and I like her her being recognized in my family is on the line because of her issue with watching black and white Christmas movies with me I'm I'm like that's a hard strike I don't know if you're ever gonna get get that strike marked from your record um I love Miracle on 34 Sheep because of the sense of hope and wonder and the character I through my entire life relate to most um, is the little girl. It's not, um, it's, it's not the mom as I get older. It's not the adult skepticism. It is Susie's ability to fully be invested in what her mom has taught her, the way we think about you know, our kids being our, you know, being their mother and father's children and living the things we teach them. But that life is teaching her and her mother different, but that at such a young age, she's asking herself those questions. And, but I always admired her conviction at the very beginning, her maturity and her, you know, her belief that she knew what make believe was, but out of really rooted in her mother's fear and disappointment. Um, so when I think about that analysis of like, what type of person you want to be, one who has an imagination and can play zoo anywhere, right? Because you are going to the imagination, the most exciting place. Um, that's the thing that kind of resonates with me and is the message I would love to, to focus on when she's not complaining about it being black and white. <laughs> Sneak it in there. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, that that's one of our favorites, too, that we watch. Um, and, yes, the black and white version. The original cast. <laughs> please. Yes, please. <laughs> Modern version, it's like an atrocity to me. I'm like, don't waste your time. Yeah, you can't do better. <laughs> it was perfect. Um, but also in the spirit of funny and just to laugh and because we have a big family and this is totally possible in our lifestyle (laughs) is home alone (laughs) Uh, you know the whole scene that means that cracks me up now as an adult um is that I'm living alone. I'm living alone. <laughs> yes, we have children that like to chant that <laughs> throughout the year. And then especially around the holidays where we have family coming in and 
the, the house is just always busy because we have friends that like to visit and because we're not doing anything else, you know, we get to hang out with people now. The house is very busy and especially as they get older, we have our annual like gingerbread house making thing. Home Alone movie just comes more and more to life because some of my kids are introverted and they're like, can we limit the amount of people? <laughs> can we tone it down again? Um, so it could be very loud and crazy, just like the Home Alone house. I think what brings such a warm memory is that we had this movie on VHS. Oh, yes. <laughs> streaming. And our favorite part was, <laughs> was the, the robber who's coming into the basement. And... Oh, Marv. <laughs> and he falls and slips and everything that happens to him from the second he hits that basement level door. And it's so classic. Like, it gets the same reaction year after year after year, no matter how old you are. If you watch the entire movie and it builds up to that point, it's just hilarious. But I think about us rewinding it and rewinding yes. it and rewatching it. I was actually telling that story to a, a child that's, that goes to our church. And they were asking me about like some of my favorite Christmas movies. And I was talking about that. I was like, but you don't understand. As a child, my favorite part, like they couldn't even like, picture i'm like because i'm like literally it's him leaving the basement it's like a three second clip and he leaves marv leaves the basement the door slams behind him and all you hear is Whoop! <laughs> that's it that cracked me up so hard i said and we used to watch it slow-mo and then we rewind and play it again and again i'm like literally that was my favorite part <laughs> the Whoop! Because you didn't see it coming. Um, so yeah. good. Because the, the torture was just layer <laughs> after layer after layer of torture. It was just so good. But talking about torture, I saw a post about Marv. And it said, if you were born in 19, before 1990, you were older than Marv was when he acted in that movie. And I was offended. <laughs> Like no, Marvel forever be older than me. <laughs> yeah, yes. And so interestingly, with that humor, um, interestingly, I was telling Athena that there's this stage of this boom in like more modern Christmas movies that I also associate with like my single days, the no children. It was just me and my puppy watching over the holidays and binging um one that got added on for humor was elf at that time which is a classic i can watch over and over but then the risque one that i almost feel like is the total opposite of elf and it's just hilarious because for all the wholesome we've mentioned on the episode of bad santa and i don't watch any of the other ones it's just the first one it's just so ridiculous and so crass, but so funny. <laughs> I've never actually seen that one. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Um, but the idea of a Santa who's like robbing things, not giving things, and 
belligerent and a drinker and just a really awful human the total opposite of the idea of saint nick (laughs) um so that definitely got added in those days but and and elf is another which to me was such a genius creative movie idea with like the reference at the end to a book idea and i'm like yes this is just genius this story and also very fun. And probably the only thing that opened me up to Will Ferrell, because that is not same my here. sense of humor at same all. Same here. Yeah. That's what took me for, I took so long to watch it because of mm-hmm. it. But and then I fell in love with it because I love, I love the idea toward tribe of um, someone trying to find their identity and mm-hmm. and in the midst of them feeling lost, they actually were the person that was the most grounded because mm-hmm. everybody else had lost sight of what really mattered um yeah but again the childlike part of me my favorite part is the raccoon you look someone looks like they need a hug <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like, that's the part i rewind over and over my kids are like okay can we move on <laughs> because they love the scene where he's like that's not Santa. <laughs> and the whole store ends up in a fight. And he ends up in jail. But <laughs> the whole movie is really great at bringing us back to what really matters um, in life, not just at Christmas time. So definitely one of my favorites. But one of the newer ones, meme, that I like because I do like musicals. Um, Oftentimes, this time of year is when I get my tickets to take the boys to go see the Nutcracker, and I love ballets and stuff. So I really enjoy Jingle Jangle. Like, that whole story, the singing, the songs, um, the deception. I don't know. I, I just think it's a really good story. And it's really good storytelling, too, because it starts off, like, as if it's a made-up story right that someone's telling the kids mm-hmm. and then it brings i love those stories that bring it full circle and they're you're like oh <laughs> <laughs> it's entire time um but that that also was one of my favorites because uh, newer favorites because of imagination creativity and um science and mathematics mm. The way that all works together in that movie. So, one of my modern ones because the best man was such a classic. When they came, past and they did the best man's holiday. Sad story, which you know they all are at some point. <laughs> and, um, but seeing the group years later, relationships, way life had hit them, but that the friendship, the unity, the things bringing them back to kind of face themselves is one of things about that friend group in that movie that I definitely appreciated seeing with the holiday in the holiday season. Well, you just keep adding to my list of movies I haven't seen. Man, there's so (laughs) many out there. Seriously. I think my last um, movie that I enjoy watching with the kids and it's more recent is 8-Bit Christmas. 
um, with the kid telling the story about getting his Nintendo. But I think I love the movie because the not only because of the Nintendo, but the other sibling on the Cabbage Patch doll. Mm. And the scene where people were acting crazy. It's real life. It's real life. Well, memes. it made me think of the stories I heard about mom getting Didi Maria getting this Cabbage Patch doll. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I can testify that this is true. This is how this happened. But uh, just exp- like I like how it's a dad telling the story to kids, that, so it's kind of like our age group telling the story to their children, and so it's very relevant for all parties involved. So it's not just nostalgic for us, but it's also relevant for our kids. So. And then I will say um, a new add-on as well for me was the Family Stone which I just rewatched yesterday. And it's interesting because Sarah Jessica Parker is just so not Carrie from Sex in the City in this role. And there's something about the family dynamic that I really appreciate. A big cozy house, um, many children, very close to their parents. Their parents are very liberal and understanding, but yet they are not accepting of this potential in-law like their son brings home the partner and they're not accepting and it's their judgment um so very realistic really funny and ridiculous as well um but then it comes down to like okay we didn't like her and they said a few things but we're all flawed and real life is happening and we really are just trying to keep the people we love and make sure the people we love are good and um yeah i enjoyed rewatching. and then in phases so some of the stories because it's christmas do relate to the whole family right and then some of them i think in phases so and because like i said she's like on strike but watching these movies i'm still kind of got that window where i can like play them and she's kind of like ignoring them and leaving them in the background but I'm hoping as she gets older or she gets through different phases or there's new holiday movies, she'll make suggestions about the ones. I'm telling you, she didn't even want to see the Bad Guys Christmas special. I'm like, come on, give me anything, anything. <laughs> and she's like, that. she's on strike. But I'm hoping, you know, as she sees that this is like a thing we do, that she'll have some opinions and suggestions about what she'd like to watch together during this time of year. Yeah, and one that she probably might like because it doesn't really come off like a Christmas movie, but it's in there, (laughs) is Chronicles of Narnia, Mm -hmm. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. It's a fun story of imagination and a magical land and really cool characters, but Father Christmas is in there. And, (laughs) and, and, And it's cool because he brings to life the things around him Whereas opposed, like the the queen does not like Christmas, so it, it it's a really great story. And if she doesn't like the film, you could read the book. <laughs> it's a really great um, series as well. But Torn Tribe, we want to rid you of the guilt of screen time and say go ahead and have fun, cozy up with any movie, um, and enjoy making those memories with your people. 
Yeah, definitely send us some recommendations because the other list I could have made was like what I went to see Christmas weekends after Christmas because that was something my, you know, our puppy really liked to do also like the Godfather Mm -hmm. part three definitely sticks out in my head that I saw Christmas weekend. Um, So what are the movies your family sees, different age groups, different interests, black and white, in color, animated. Um, Please send along some recommendations. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. Now for our mend, where we share what's helping us keep it together. What's mending your memes? I love being a holiday elf. We just had a little secret snowflake exchange at work, and it went so well, if I do say so myself. (laughs) Um, I just, like, I start the planning. It's almost like part of my beginning of the year, September, October, ritual because I also know it has to be something that we're getting for like the whole team um and then my separate team does a secret snowflake so it's like we do apartment work approved whatever thing but then we also do an exchange because our team is small enough and we know each other a little better I would say and it's always really fun we've done a good job for the last two years and keeping it a secret who we have doing really well with getting people things they like because we are a picky little bunch um but the extended department one as well i really enjoyed like making a list with colleagues of like suggestions and then we got to take advantage of cyber monday and order we did like a tech theme thing but everyone was really happy and surprised with what they got and I do. I just like being a holiday elf, and it is definitely meant for every. Like, I just like gift giving. I and I think I've said this before. I like the planning. I like the execution. I like to see people's reactions. Like, I literally just pulled up a, watching people grab their bags and open and like analyzing because one of them I was like, "You look like you just want to rip that box apart, and you're just controlling yourself because it would be ridiculous for you not to open this box appropriately and save it so you could put your." item back in it when you're done opening it but it's just so telling of people like who just moves the tissue versus pulling it out of the bag who like uses a scissor or key or something to like rip the tape on thing like I literally just pulled up a seat and was just watching people and just so satisfying (laughs) what brings you a man would stress me out (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you that I it comes to gift buying. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Like, can we just give you a hug? That's a huge thing for me <laughs> to give you a hug. I can't guarantee you. Uh, I will share after the holidays some of my fun about the holidays. Torn drives. So stay tuned for that. But gift giving is not my best. <laughs> But what mended me, um, for the first time ever, I actually got to celebrate a night of Hanukkah. And so we actually went to a local congregation and they, their, 
their kids ministry put on a play um describing how the first night of hanukkah happened and the meaning of hanukkah and all that and we actually got to play dreidel <laughs> and it was a lot of fun oh my gosh we're gonna have to show you how to play dreidel because truly it's just a gambling game um <laughs> and like the the boys just cracked me up because we were playing with like the chocolate coins and Sasha, once he had like a good play, he's like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm taking. They're like, no, keep playing. Um, but yeah, getting a chance to actually go and celebrate the um, day of dedication and stuff at Hope of Israel was a lot of fun and exposure to a, a culture that I grew up around but didn't understand because no one actually like sat down and explained anything we just knew that they celebrated hanukkah right mm -hmm. and respected that it was like eight days long and all that stuff and heard about the socks and like all the goofy stuff that they say about hanukkah and the end the show show you you know um but it was cool to actually see people celebrating and partaking in and eat some donuts because they have really that's like one of the main desserts it's not cookies it's like jelly filled donuts which made me think of abuela because i'm like man she totally would have been down <laughs> with these, these donuts and made them a christmas tradition mm -hmm. um but yeah so i had a lot of fun doing that just it, it was one of our first days of break so enjoying that nice Yeah, so tour and try we want to hear what's mending you these days um send us some recommended men's things that you definitely suggest others to do um to get through the week and through this hood we call parenting um so memes tell our folks how to stay connected we are at torn on instagram facebook and twitter and you can drop us an email to torn at gmail.com thanks for joining Happy holidays. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose, choose grace. grace.